0: Well, welcome everyone to a very special we called A Christmas, Hanukkah, Winter Salsa Celebration for Celebrating Life. I have two very special guests tonight, the Reverend Kathy Bumbley and the Reverend Barbara Rose Billing, one from California another from Illinois. So welcome, Kathy and Barbara. Thank you. Thank Padre. you, Padre. It's going to be an honor to spend an hour with each of you and our audience that are listening in. Let me just kind of fill in for what you might experience tonight, and for those who listen to this in the future, we're really honoring the Christed One, the light that has come into this world, and hopefully within each one of us. And the purpose of this celebration this evening, we're going to use song. Reverend Kathy is going to lead us in some of these beautiful songs. We'll have testimonies in a sense of what our Christmas was like growing up, and also scripture quotes from many different virtual streams, besides just experiencing the presence and we will close normally we close with prayer which i assume that will happen but you know we turn this over to the holy spirit who breathed life into us when god said let there be light and he created the heavens and the earth and so tonight we overshadow all that has happened in our lives by actually going deeper into the presence. So I'm going to ask Reverend Barbara Rose if she would open up with a prayer. Anyone who knows Celebrating Life, that's one of our keys to our ministry, is going deeper with that essence of divine love. So Barbara, could you do that for us? Yes, thank you, Padre.
1: Together we connect with the light and open ourselves to receive. Holy Mary, Mother of Jesus and Mother of all creation, We feel your presence here with us tonight as we gather. Your love and your consciousness are so pure. Your humility and devotion so great. Your surrender to the light and to the love of the divine so immense and so vast that you were able to be a vessel where the purest divine light could take embodiment. In human form, Mother Mary, through the light that you are, you gave birth to one of the most beloved and magnificent embodies of divine light ever known to our world, even to this day. The blessed and beloved Son of God, your Son, Jesus the Christ. As we gather in your presence and in his presence, We connect to you through our prayers and our personal intention. We send our deepest love to you as we align our frequency to the consciousness and vibration that you and Jesus always hold for us. Teach us how to bring that Christ consciousness into the very fabric of our world even as you brought Jesus to be born in human form on the first Christmas day, a pure golden light embodiment of unconditional love. Jesus, bring your pure light into the places inside of us where we resist and push away, as well as to the places inside of us that are so magnificent and so filled with light that we might be afraid to honor and celebrate them. As we prepare to celebrate your birth, Jesus, bathe everything on our paths with your presence and with the golden light of your Holy Spirit. Teach us to understand that all of us And all things in and around us are held in your love, no matter what resistance we might have. Show us that in you we are whole, that in you we are healed, that in you we are complete, that in you we are totally loved. Jesus and Mary as you prepare us tonight to celebrate another Christmas, we believe that every cell and atom of our being is nurtured and nourished in your divine love and light. Ignite your fire in our hearts so that like you, every breath we breathe, every step we take, every one we touch, Everywhere we go, we become a blessing for one another, for our earth and for all of humanity. In this holy season of Christmas light, we offer our humble prayers of gratitude and appreciation. We embrace being the love and light you have created us to be. Please work through us to offer your Christmas blessing and supreme peace to our world. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Oh,
1: come, Lord Jesus,
0: into our
2: waiting hearts.
3: Oh, come, oh, come, Enoch.
0: Most of us would know that song from years gone by, but yet the quality of what we're trying to set—a sacred site, a sacred altar—which is our our bodies, as the Scripture suggests—that within us we are seeking Emmanuel. God is with each one of us during the holidays. There's the joyous part, the season of light. I have my house filled with multiple lights. Somebody said they had over. 300 lights or whatever outside and go, I think they beat Three, my 3, record.
2: 3,000, Padre.
0: Oh, 3,000. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Bob put you
2: up 3,000, <laughs> yeah, this year.
0: <laughs> Amazing. But there are people who love to celebrate, and I'm sure you're one of them. But if you don't have a place to go, let's say on Christmas or Hanukkah, you know, the celebration of the Miracle of Light, Winter solstice, and I love how now each day we add whether it's seconds or a minute, to our daylight savings time or light. So how appropriate this is that this season coincides with the creator of the universe who created all of us and everything around us. But it also has a focus point. The light has come. And as we celebrate the holidays, these blessed events, that it stirs our hearts for the coming, that expectation of going deeper with God, but then there's that other part where some have lost loved ones. This past year or just recently, we had one of our students lose one of their grandkids. And also, we might have a health challenge that a that is actually challenging us or the family, per se. I have a brother-in-law who just was diagnosed with cancer. So there are moments in time where we have to reflect on that light, that presence that we know. And if that is something you do not know, hopefully tonight will be an open door for your heart to receive more of the Christ light and that illumination. Because to me, Christmas, I'm preparing as a Christian, as a Catholic, this is a season of Advent, which is preparation Going to go into the light, experiencing it. And so it's part of my own flow is I give up some things just to make more room for that preparation for the light. And to me it's it's a sacred moment. So I just want each of you to reflect on your preparation for the Christmas holiday, Christmas Christ within, the birth, the new birth that is coming in you, in me. And it's like, well we can do it every year. We could I do it I would say every day in my prayer time. I set aside time to dwell upon that beautiful light that's within me, that saved me, that's healed me, that's restoring me. And I get to spend eternity with that great I am, just like all of you will. To me, it's about Preparing to let go in order to be filled again with actually the spirit that is within each one of us. So Christmas has this wonderful flavor of bringing out those qualities. I know, Barbara Rose, that you have a history of being a nun for 25 years, a sister. And I'm sure most of those 25 years, it was all about preparation. Can you reflect back on those formation days for you? What did the sisters do to how to prepare for Christmas?
1: Yes. My first Christmas in the convent, I was like a little child. I was 18 years old. I had turned 18 wow. years old two weeks before I went into the convent. But the Advent, the Advent preparation was mostly around music and singing mm. of the O antiphons and chanting of the office in new ways and preparing wow. the space in the mm. back of the chapel for the manger. It was a very large manger scene without, without the baby. But oh, wow. the prayers became, I would call it more full, fuller prayers, longer, mm. a mm. lot of the proclamations from the Old Testament and how they were preparing the way for Jesus to come. And then the actual yeah. Christmas Eve, that first year when we each had a candle and we processed mm. around saying, come let us adore him. And then the youngest postulant, that's what they were called, the postulants were when we first came in for the first year, was able to put Jesus in the manger while we all stood around in the back. It was very, very moving, very, very much in season with all of the cultures that celebrate light, Mm. from darkness into light. And then when the baby was put Mm. in, all the lights in the chapel went on, and Mm. um, then we had the singing mass with a lot of Christmas hymns.
0: I love that, not being there, but you're really creating a picture for me. Those former days that we all reflect on, whether it's our parents took us to church or just preparing the house, whether it's a Christmas tree, light, the Hanukkah candle, whatever it might be that it provokes a feeling or expression. And there's a tenderness with that. And I just believe it's the divine keep calling us back home, to that place of creation. Kathy, how did you experience Christmas, maybe as a young child, in your own home or church?
2: Yes, well, first of all, in our home, I remember we would have fresh evergreen boughs and mm. a fresh tree, so you'd walk into the house and you would have this lovely smell, that pine, you know, that balsam, balsam Oh, yes. tree smell and we would have some of the, the traditional, well, they were the yearly ornaments that would go up. Okay. So we would mm. have some garlands with little angels. We would hang silver tinsel. Mom would put, she would weave on the staircase on the way up. She would weave evergreen boughs and those great big Christmas lights not, not the little things. Oh, but the yeah. Great big things yeah. that you touch yeah. them and they'd be hot. And oh, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. And and so it was in that time when it was dark. It was bringing the light in, and then the family would gather together. People would come from neighboring. Sometimes they would come to our home, or we would go to our aunts. And then Christmas Eve, it was midnight mass.
0: It didn't matter yes. how
2: cold. I mean, it could be you yeah. know 20 below zero <laughs> or whatever, but we were all bundled right. up and piled up and warm in the car and then in the church, this walking in, and it was packed. It was packed with people, and the choir was singing all these carols, and it was this... So it was just a very sweet, tender time for, for us. Yeah.
0: I love those. I love those memories because they do... Compression my mind, and it reminded me of when I first went to Medjugorje. I've been there 15, 16 times, but their culture, Croatian, is very Catholic, and they celebrate the old-fashioned way, like when I was a young child. So it's that old tradition, and everybody goes to church, and everybody supposedly loves one another. (laughs) But there was this flavor, there was this flavor that it brought me back to my childhood just because of the devotion. And I know sometimes now today, I think there's a lot of missing of that devotion, that character of Christ, the formation of Christ in our lives. Even though we do it individually, we don't necessarily do it corporately, unless maybe you come to our retreats or things like that. We try to hold that container for people. Because yeah. Ron Roth was a great leader, our mentor who was a former Catholic priest and he loved Christmas. One of his favorite holidays. And I have so many pictures of him. Where's my present? And as soon as he gets his present he just lights up. <laughs> and but that was Ron. Well actually it was me too, but I had to take the pictures so he had to be in <laughs> but there was this celebration and this preparation. So as you're preparing for this holiday, for this this sacred moment of of the Christ's birth, once again, I'm sure you maybe have candles in your own home. Maybe you put up some strings of light or a tree or the Hanukkah candle. It, it is a taking part in a stirring of the soul and it's beautiful remembrance. Because to me, it, it really does have a an amazing. It leans us into our memories. And Kathy, we talked earlier, and I know you a school teacher and many, you mentioned something years. about yes yes <laughs>
2: so I looked for as many opportunities as I could to bring music into the classroom in my 27 years teaching second grade and then ESL and because music well it's it's so inclusive and the kids it, it taps into different places in them and uh, it's joyful and so I would always be looking for ways to bring music in, including at Christmas time. But I had to be mindful that, of course, my students came from many different backgrounds. They celebrated yeah. the season of light many different ways. So we would sing Christmas carols, but the ones we sang tended to be more secular than sacred. But sure. not without the opportunity to learn and grow. And there was a song I was sharing briefly with you. This is a story of a popular carol. It was written by Robert L. May for his daughter, Barbara, in 1938. There were hospital bills, had consumed the family savings, and Bob was grieving over the loss of his life, his wife, just days before Christmas. So we know about that that tough time. And then I'm going to read a little bit from this story that I would share with the kids in an abbreviated way. Bob was struggling to give hope to his child, to his daughter. He couldn't even afford to buy her a Christmas gift. But if he couldn't buy a gift, he was determined to make one. He was going to make her a storybook. Okay, that's what he was going to do. And he created an animal character in his own mind, and he told the animal story to little Barbara to give her comfort and home Well, hope. Well, the story was based off of Bob's experience as a kid. He was bullied by other boys. He was too little to compete in sports. He was often called names he'd rather not remember. Okay, and I think we kind of get an idea where this is going with the particular yeah. song, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so he created this. This is, uh, on the. I found this on the web, by the way, the true story of Rudolph. And he created this story for his daughter, and then there was the song that, that came from it. But there's there's really a miracle about this whole thing because, and this is something that the kids would learn about too, when he created this, he had worked, this is depression time, he worked with Montgomery Ward. The manager, general manager, heard about this and said, hey, I'll give you a, a, a little bit of money to purchase the story. And then, of course, the, the storybook took off became this incredible, I mean, what, six million copies, more than six million copies wow. of this book. It was made into a updated, it was made into this TV special that was on for its 55th year, just a couple of weeks ago. Now, this is the really cool part. In an unprecedented gesture of kindness, the CEO of Wards returned all rights back to Bob May. Oh. So, so look at that. So he did this out of love. The gift of love that Bob May created for his daughter so long ago kept on returning back to bless him again and again. And Mm. the kindnesses of others that had then said, This is really yours. And I mean, that, what a generous, what a generous thing.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a true statement. He did go down in history. Unbeknownst to the writer of that, wow.
2: Based on love. Wow. No, the writer and the writer. I mean, his life expanded, and it was, and um, he was greatly blessed. And it started wow. with a simple prayer of his heart to mm. gift his daughter with something, and it, and then wow. it's just grown. And it teaches a wonderful lesson too.
0: Well, the, I love that, Kathy. Thank you for sharing oh, that piece with us, because mm. we all know that song or most of us know that song, in. and it's mostly come from our childhood. But yet, we as adults now still love to hear that because it stirs something in us. Barbara Rose, your, your travels, your going deeper with God and the Holy Spirit in all these beautiful ways. Is there a scripture quote or something that has stirred your heart during this season that you can share with us, or a couple? Yes,
1: I would love to read something from Yogananda. Oh, yes. Yogananda says, what you are is much greater than anything or anyone else you have ever yearned for.
0: Oh, wow. God
1: is manifest in you in a way that God is not manifest in any other human being.
3: Mm. Your
1: face is unlike anyone else's. Your soul is unlike anyone else's. You are sufficient unto yourself, for within your soul lies the greatest treasure of all, God. And in another place he says, let Christ be born in you as the great joy of God. Let Christ be born in you as the great joy of God.
0: Wow. We can all just rest in those, those words of wisdom from Yogananda. I mean, it just stirs my heart to hear those beautiful words. And talk about uplifting in a sense of at Christmas time, I'm going to ask you this question, Barbara Rosen, maybe even Kathy is, what stirs in your heart during this Christmas time? Exactly what Yogananda was sharing, that the light is within us. God is has created us, but God is within us also. And we do get to become that reflection of light. What do you say about that?
1: I just love that the focus is on the light. It's so easy to get wrapped up in the busyness of the holiday time and get drained of our energy. But for Mm. me, I love the darkness I love being able to light a candle. I started uh, tonight. I, I did the menorah for the second night of Hanukkah. Uh, just just beautiful. before we got on, the candles have already wow. burned down. Uh, and I love to image myself being embraced by the warmth of the light. Um, and I spend my time in the darkness reaching for the light and asking, asking to make my container bigger so that I can be filled with much more light. I think there's something about the world says this is a time for giving. And I want to say, this is a time for receiving.
3: This is Mm. a time for
1: receiving the light, allowing it to come in and (sighs) to support us. I just feel whole. I feel happy. I feel filled, like stuffed, like a good meal with the light (laughs) as the season. As I get closer to (laughs) Christmas. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now we're th- now we're talking Thanksgiving, no, I'm just <laughs> I know, I know,
1: I know, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but uh, Ron Ross loves food, and so do I. They after his nature, but what you what you express, Robert Rose, is really that tenderness. and I have one of one of my favorite traditions, and that's pretty much every day, but because of this season of light, because I have so many lights all over my home, mm-hmm. is I love getting up before mm-hmm. the light comes. And just putting on my candles and my Christmas lights, and it's like a wonderland. And I get lost in the spirit because it brings my memories of Ron. It brings my memories of my mom and dad. Those beautiful church services, those we had, there's a multiple. My spirit just comes alive. And, of course, then the light has come. My relationship with Jesus is so important to me. And Mary and Joseph and Padre Pio, Solanus Casey, the the list goes on of my Spiritual guides that are out there that have really helped me to grow and to mature on the person I've become. But it's sacred for me. And so I have one of those traditions. Not everybody does, but I like to go to multiple churches on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day just so I can catch the flavor of each community. Some say, what are you doing? I, I love that. It's one of, it's me. It's part of my spirit. And not everybody does church, which is fine. Spend time with family, however that is, but it's a special time for me. And these sacred moments that we really do embrace what is around us and also within us. So, Kathy, what do you, what is your, how do you go deeper? Well,
2: I also have, I have candles around and they're above me right now, they're in front of me, they're to the side. I have garland with lights and angels. And so when it is that darkness outside, which, which is, it's very comforting, it's very holding. And then there is being surrounded by the light here. And also I find being out in nature, being oh. out in the stillness. Last weekend, we had an opportunity to take my youngest sister to Starbucks State Park for a, a, a while. And being there, there is just the beauty, the the quietness, the, the land breeds. I just, and today, Bob and I had a little bit of time in preparation, and then I said, I just want to ground in nature. So we went to the Arboretum, and we walked... And we just were breathing with the trees, just the mm. quiet and the beauty that God provides all around us, and and it just and again, it is that quieting place where it is easier to go deeper and within to stillness.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, it reminds me of that song, "Silent Night." Maybe it's a good time just to hear that from you, Kathy just so we each can contemplate our own special walk with God all
3: right silent night holy night all is calm all is bright round yon valley Mother and child Holy infant So tender and mild Sleep in heavenly peace Sleep in heavenly peace Silent night Holy night Shepherds quail
0: And others but it really does hold that energy of light you know for all of us i had this little flashback as you were singing that kathy that our one of our traditions in our family was to pray the rosary every evening and during christmas time well we did have the stable out but without jesus in it like barbara rose spoke of and and it was special because we gathered around the little crib, which meant we couldn't lean on the chairs or the couch that we would kneel next to. So we'd actually just have to kind of stand up in a sense. But there was a specialness because it was calling on the baby Jesus, the light to come into this world. Now, Barbara Rose, you told me about an experience you had just recently about praying the rosary. Would you like to share that? I did, yes. Mary
1: came to me. I had several little visitations from her before the west of heaven because um, she came through in, in our presentation. And one yeah. of them was, it actually happened when I was in the shower, and she came <laughs> to me and she reminded me that I had let go of the rosary that I prayed for many years um, mm, daily, and sure. that it was Amma who brought me back when I went to one of Amachi's retreats. And she oh, gave wow. me a mantra. And that mantra that I prayed on all the beads, 108 beads, was a mantra yeah. to, to Mother Mary. That's the one she gave mm. me. And she asked if I would pray the rosary for the retreat in preparation. Wow. And that was a Monday morning. And the Monday, do you wanted me to do it every day? It was about a month before the retreat that was to heaven. And it was a Monday, so it was the Joyful Mysteries. And the first joyful mystery is when the angel Gabriel comes and says, you you are going to have a son, Mm. and his name will be Jesus. And the second is she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, who's also pregnant with child, John the Baptist, and how the baby in her womb leaps for joy. And she showed me a belly, and she was rubbing it like other pregnant women do, and she Mm. said, I love being pregnant. She just, it was like she was feeling so happy to have this life in her. And Mm. she said to me, because this was my issue, she wanted me to know that motherhood was just as holy a vocation as what I was taught. Celibacy Mm. and virginity was more important.
0: Wow. And
1: other wow. cultures have a whole different view of that. I know there's some that say, unless you become a mother, you're not really a woman.
3: Mm. But,
1: but Mary, Mary was like any other woman, just radiant, just radiance coming forth from her as she showed me that belly. And it also reminded me of when my mother was pregnant. I have three sisters, that twins who were born before I was three years old. So I don't remember my mother being pregnant with them. Then there was a six-year gap. And in that time, my mother became pregnant again. Oh, All four of us girls, and my father and my mother, we all wanted a boy. Mm. And so we prayed the rosary every night. It was on the radio. The family that prays together stays together. We prayed the rosary for a boy, yes. Mm. And my brother Joe came. And we continued praying the rosary every night. And pretty soon my brother Michael came. (laughs) And we prayed in thanksgiving for Michael. And after Danny came, my mother said, I think we stopped stopped saying the rosary. We have enough children.
0: (laughs) I love that story. Yes. Wow. So I I learned the
1: power of prayer, too.
0: (laughs) I think my parents knew the power of prayer, you know, having 14 children. But I, when we prayed our rosary, it was always for the poor souls in purgatory. That's how we were taught. All those who are in in that space, that we really want them to go to heaven. You know, a lot of people when they die, they kind of get stuck on a different plane. And so our prayers was always for those. I just feel like when I pray my rosary, it's It's very general because it could be anyone that I would know, someone who puts in a prayer request for Celebrating Life on the website or the email and says pray for us or our students has a lot of prayers for people that just have a need today. And as we will be praying for those towards the end of this call for any need that's out there. But really, Mary is an important part of I call it everyone's spiritual development you know I loved the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and said you're going to have a son you're going to name him Emmanuel Yeshua and I remember the story goes on about she was engaged to Joseph and when Joseph found out she was pregnant it's like well that's not according to culture that's not a good thing and in that culture you slept with another man before you were married you could be condemned to death so the give out this he was going to secretly like divorce mary and just separate and then the same angel gabriel appeared to joseph and says hey mary's a virgin but she's she was a virgin but now she's going to give birth to the christ child the king the savior that the jews were looking for and because of that joseph embrace mary and this baby which changed the world so to speak remember in all of us there's i call it this hole in the soul only can be filled with this god presence and a lot of times you and i everyone i think on this call sometimes it's like god where are you but god is so close to our hearts the scripture says we host the tabernacle of the Most High God, the Holy Spirit, and that's within us. So even as when Christmas is almost about us right now, we're seeking the light. We're seeking God's presence in a bigger and a more thoughtful way. And it's in these times of grace that it's being poured out. Now, like Barbara Rose, I love your little image of how Mary created this for you. Why don't each of us rub our belly? We are giving birth. We are giving birth to the Christed one, the divine light within us. And maybe that birth will bring healing for your body. Maybe it will bring healing of a relationship. Maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's finding a new home, an apartment. Maybe getting a new pet. It does it a new job. Just remember to touch your belly and say, Christ is within me. The light is within me. I love to give birth to something brand new. So that can be our mantra. That can be our prayer tonight throughout this season of light. And because it brings us into divine contact with God, with ourselves, and in our emotions. And to me, that joins into and it creates prayer. It creates a miracle. I just love these interpretations, little stories that you have, Barbara Rose, because they really bring a light to this matter we're talking about tonight.
2: I was just going to say, as you were talking about that birthing, it reminded me of a marquee around the corner, a church marquee that said, an unplanned pregnancy saved the world.
3: Oh. And
2: you got to think about that one, yeah. Uh, and then Yeah. Also, right, right? And then also, yeah. in this time of birthing and creating this is rubbing our belly that's like the 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 chakra of creation right or or it's a tie-in and i remember ron would always say we are most like god when we create oh yeah when we come from that that place and we say yes we say Mm. yes i'm open i'm willing fill me show me where you want to lead me
0: wow and you know, to follow that, saying yes to the world, saying yes to the light that has come to Christ within us, making that commitment to be led by the Spirit. And on the other end of that is even saying yes to our death. It looks like a, an ending, but it actually is a new beginning. You know, to greater light, greater purpose, and divine union, which we're all looking for. We'll shed this body, but our Spirit continues the So in these holy moments during this time of grace, let's really ponder the spiritual truth because within it holds a deep healing for all of us. And we know people who need prayer. Even on this phone call tonight, many of you need prayer. And I know some of you are probably crying, saying, God has heard my prayer. We will be praying for you. We are praying right now for you. Our great intercessors are praying on behalf of everyone on this phone call. And just wanting to know that even for Christmas Eve, that I'll be celebrating my Eucharist for you, for each of you, especially our community and all those who call Celebrating Life their spiritual family, their home. Because to me, it's about this intimacy of God and you together. We brought up about the West of Heaven. We had an amazing, fun time for our dinner that served the homeless, I think around 6, 7, Eight thousand dollars that went towards that nonprofit and but we had a beautiful time and we also had prayer and in that the lights went out there was just Christmas lights and so our team prayed for one another and it's like these holy moments of grace is just extraordinary so maybe if you're in your home and maybe you have bright lights on maybe shut them off and keep the candle on as why don't Kathy why don't we maybe sing come all you faithful yeah, that yes. might be the one. The we one. can lead into that, then maybe we'll just lead into an extended prayer time. Okay.
3: Yes. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, oh come, ye, oh come. To Bethlehem Come and behold him Born the King of angels O come let us adore him O come let us adore O come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exultation. Sing, all ye. Sing of heaven above glory to god all glory in the highest oh come let us adore him
0: There's such a beautiful presence that's filling my home, and I believe it's filling your home. The angels, the saints, they're here among us. They're here to shepherd us, to heal us, to bring us comfort tonight in any area of our life that we feel alone or separated from. I really sense Padre Ron's presence among us tonight. Padre Pio, St. Therese, Mother Mary, your embrace, your embrace, your embrace is calling us home, home to the heart of Christ, to the being of light, to the Christ of one. Father, just turn your gaze now towards each of us that are on this call, and to our families, maybe in another country, in another state, our parents, maybe those who have passed on before us, our loved ones, our best friend, even our pets, they're all included in the love of God. So as the angel's now ministering that anointing of the Holy Spirit, that brings about healing in our bodies. As we rub our bodies, our, our temple, our belly right now, it's that divine connection of Christ's come alive, The new birth, new body parts for healing, reconciliation. Somebody even who has a problem with their tongue or in the mouth area, the Holy Spirit is touching that right now. And that's just a track, come Holy Spirit, heal and restore. Heal the emotions, heal the emotions. Someone's had a trauma in the last couple of weeks that has just has been unsettling for you and your family. And I just speak to that now, Holy Spirit, come. Be the peace that passes all understanding. I speak now to the nervous system, the nervous system of this body. Come, Holy Spirit. bring Light and love now. A direct divine light. For so the light has come. And bring all your circuits back into alignment. Brain, illuminate with God's love and kindness. Put on the mind of Christ. Just a swirling around. Some of you might feel dizzy, but that's actually this, this Holy Spirit doing her work right now. Come i speak now to any deafness in the ear um, any disability i command in the name of jesus to be strong healthy and whole bring balance back Uh, healing of the relationship even the separation of maybe one spouse or partner kind of moving away energetically or spiritually god loves to just bring together God's purpose is to bring people together. Have an understanding. Maybe it's a sibling. Maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your boss or your team member that there's conflict. We're just going to speak love and light into that right now. We're going to allow the Holy Spirit to do her work. Turning our hearts towards the one, the Holy One of Israel. Come, Holy Spirit. Let your healing breath breathe now. New life. New breath, new miracles, new healings into their bodies right now, into their relationships right now. There's just a divine force right now. The angels are activated, activated. Just say, thank you, God, for your living presence in my life, in this present situation, whatever that is for you. We're going to call the light into that, a new birth, a change of attitudes for ourselves or those who have been in a process with you. I just speak directly now to any dark energies that have harassed you, harassed you, I command in the name of Jesus, be gone. And in its place, that divine light that covers us, that hovers around us, that strengthens us. I speak to the the bone marrow, come Holy Spirit, anyone who has cancer, I decree health and healing now. The healing balm of the Holy Spirit is to refresh you, to bring you a future and a hope. Thank you, God, for your living word made flesh. Let the miracle of light now reflect the goodness of God, the tenderness of God. Our Blessed Mother, your presence, your presence, your presence, so fills the room. Some of you are going to experience maybe the scent of roses the Divine Presence is present. I thank you, O Lord our God, for making this Christmas, this Hanukkah, so special, so renewed, so divine that it replaces all negative memories of the past, even at this past week, whatever that trauma was. The light now has come and entered in a new beginning. I thank you, O Lord our God, for the treasure you are in our lives, in our families. In this ministry that God has birthed and I thank you all for the team members the members of my spiritual community I just say thank you for joining together as one celebrate God in all its traditions and spiritual streams we love God we love each other we love our neighbor as ourself I thank you God for the, the true blessings of this Christmas Jesus, come to this earth to bring us the light. because it's natural, the earth was an abyss it was dark until the light came. So that light is the very energy of the Christed one. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, for another deposit, another deposit of your breath, your omnipresent. And may every solution that we're seeking be deposited in us tonight. We thank you, God, for your living word made flesh. Like Mary, blessed are you among women. Blessed are you among men. For the Holy One of Israel has come to save, to heal, to bring new again. And as we listen to the Christmas carols, during this season, let us all remember how blessed we are to be loved by God as a beloved son, a beloved daughter, a a beloved pet. Thank you, O Lord our God, for God throws kisses out to you right now in the form of a a touch on your cheek or just the embrace of God's love. Mm -hmm. May the tenderness of heaven consume you. May you be at peace, peacemaker. Thank you, God, for your living word made flesh today. By the example of Mary, she surrendered her life. We surrender our lives. Be it done to us according to your word, O Lord. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Amen. Amen. So on behalf of Barbara Rose and Reverend Kathy, we want to wish every you a blessed holiday and a happy new year. May your life be blessed.